Hello and welcome back to the Start Creating Podcast, episode 4. This week we talk about the breaking news that YouTube is going to ban all white supremacist, harmful content, abusive-based content, how that will negatively and positively affect the platform, how this is being seen as a touch upon free speech and how people are confused and worried. I also touch upon why you need to love what you do for longevity and how to grow your platforms through that love and sacrifice. And we take a trip down memory lane from one of my YouTube videos that may help you. Let's get started. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Start Creating Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you grow on social media, from YouTube to Instagram and so much more. I am your host, Alan Spicer, your YouTube certified expert. I have around about 12 years worth of experience in this industry, from web development to social media marketing and video editing in itself. This podcast will be about news, tips, tricks, and your submitted questions should you need any help within the social media space. So follow, subscribe, enjoy the ride, go out there, start creating. Here we go again. Now, to everyone, welcome back to another episode. It's now episode four. Everyone that showed me love last week because I was a little bit worried about my health, a little bit worried about the doctors, and people that tweeted me and Facebooked me and just generally got in touch and reached out to say, you know, don't worry about the doctors, dude, it'll be okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you may have noticed that I went to that appointment that I promised last week, and yeah, everything went okay. I walked into the doctors, I sat down, she smiled at me and said, what can I do for you? And that's when I had that terrible dread that made me realise that I didn't have to worry about the bloods. I didn't have to worry about them taking bloods. Because the doctor that's staring at me and looking right at me, it's not the doctor that's doing the bloods. Because they put me in for the wrong appointment. So, So I thought I was going through for blood appointments to be tested and to be shaped and poked and see if I'm okay, to see if I'm going to die, see if I've got... AIDS or heart problems or diabetes or super mega flu or anything, right? No, (laughs) they didn't know why I was there. So I had a chat for 20 minutes after being worried for two weeks that I was going to go to the doctor's. And then she rebooked me in for another appointment at the end of this week. Great. So basically, since I've started swapping doctors over the course of six weeks I've had two just chats and finally a blood doctor's appointment this this is why I don't like doctors now for everyone that's listening outside the UK you know don't worry I'm not being charged for this right the advantage of the NHS in the UK is that we pay a very small tax on our income if you're self-employed it's even smaller and then whenever you get ill or whenever you want a health checkup or anything like that, it doesn't cost us money. So we don't have to pay four or five hundred pounds just to get prodded. We don't have to pay two, three hundred dollars to reschedule an appointment that they mucked up. It just means that I now have to worry for another 14 days until I finally get poked and prodded. And then maybe get the blood results again to find out if I've got mega flu or whatever. Right. So 
wonderful. But other than that, weather's fine. Business is turning over okay. And I just wanted to keep you updated. Thank you very much for all the love. This week, we are going to be talking about you picking the topic that you want to create your YouTube channel or your social media around. Because if you truly love what you do, if you truly love what you create for, then it's easy. And then you can grow your hobby into your job. You'll never burn out and you'll always have ideas for content. So this week we've seen YouTube tighten up their policy on what they deem as harmful content. We've seen them indicating that they will not only demonetize but start removing channels that are leaning towards uh, white supremacy, harmful content, anti-gender, anti-caste. Basically, this is them... I, In my personal opinion, this is them cleaning up their, their act in a way. Now, YouTube is there for free speech. YouTube is there to help people learn. It's there to help people express their opinion. The problem happens to be is this. It's a remnant of the old wild, wild west that was the internet. When the internet first started, anyone could throw up a website. Anyone could upload a video. And anyone could say whatever they wanted. And they could hide under the concept of free speech. Now, I'm not saying that free speech is something that we should not defend like free speech is very very important especially in situations where you are being held down if you are in china for example and you're not allowed to express your world views and you're not allowed to explore the world you're not allowed to go outside the doctrine in which you're being told then that's harmful that's brainwashing that's direct control but if you're standing there or sitting there and you're bashing someone because they're against your personal idea in your head let's say you're a straight white male and you really don't like black gay people or you don't like transgender if you're railing against them that's that's not fair that's not free speech that's that's abuse that's bullying now for a very very long time the internet has kind of accepted the very toxic side of the internet in itself. Everybody's joked that you upload a YouTube video and for a while the comments can be constructive, but if you look underneath most topics that are polarizing, the comments then get horrific. You can get some real abuse and even popular people. Some people watch YouTubers to, to hate watch them. You can see some real foul opinions and real foul thoughts now the main focus here is that they they want to directly uh, calm down certain elements so if it's blatantly hate speech if it's blatantly white supremacy if it's blatantly abuse if it's harmful to minors if it's potentially misleading so maybe anti-vaccination maybe um 9-11 conspiracies stuff like that um i can i can see reasons to it not necessarily conspiracies i mean the idea of picking apart an idea i've always found quite interesting as long as it's a reasoned justified well thought through piece of 
interesting journalism or interesting storytelling, then conspiracy theories can do quite well. But if it comes down to literally direct abuse, if it's if it's you saying that, you know, people deserve to die at Sandy Hook, or people deserve to die in 9-11, or that all Jews are dot, 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 right? That's direct abuse. That is something that nobody should have to suffer. That's something that nobody should have to st- stammer upon or stagger upon. Now, I honestly think that this is YouTube trying to grow up. The internet for so long has been that bratty teenager that has had its fill, that's had its right to say whatever it wants and do whatever it wants and go to bedtime or whatever it wants to do. Now, Facebook is starting to grow up. Instagram is starting to grow up. And it's about time YouTube and Google followed suit. And maybe this is it. Maybe this is starting to pull some of those paddy teenagers in line. Now, yes, this might hurt some people that it doesn't mean to hurt. This might be harmless fun, those conspiracy theories people in the middle. And they happen to have touched upon a topic that is a bit sensitive and it might... It might demonetize their channel or remove their channel entirely. On the flip side, you might get people like Alex Jones removed from the platform who have said some inflammatory things just for the sake of of, of inflaming the media and therefore selling his products. Alex Jones isn't going to suffer. He's probably lost his platform on YouTube and some of his revenue stream, but his hardcore die supporters still watch him on Infowars.com. So maybe in this case, if your content is just a little bit too close to that grey line now, then you need to be even more careful. Not only do you have to worry about your your content and the policy laws, but you now have to be careful that you're not deliberately being insulting or deliberately inflaming. They're looking after the minors... They're making sure that the kids are okay. And they're making sure that the information that's out there isn't harmful. Science proves that vaccinations are good. If your opinion's the opposite way around, then fine. Justify it. But don't villainize people. I think that's a fair line. They're willing to open for discussion. They're not willing to turn it into a nuclear arms race on either side of the divide. And maybe... Maybe there'll be some casualties in, in between this. Maybe there'll be some channels that are dinged that don't need to be dinged or removed that don't need to be removed. But, you know, there's always been that person. Do you cast your mind back to when you was at school and you may have been the naughtiest boy or girl in your class, but then one person said something wrong out of line and they were made the example of and then everybody learned? Unfortunately, some people might get caught in the crossfire and be that lesson that we all learn from. Because it's time for YouTube and the internet to grow up and pass into their 20s and 30s. And if this lops off some of the people on the far left and the far right, then maybe it makes it a more civilised bubble in the middle. Now, before we deep dive into why you must really love what you do to grow on social media into YouTube and things like that. I want to help you grow your brand online 
using my free ebook. My free ebook gives you 10 top tips on how to start a YouTube channel, grow a YouTube channel, just generally squeeze every inch of life out of it. So go to alanspicer.com forward slash ebook for your free tips and tricks guide. That's alanspicer.com forward slash ebook. Go and get it today. Social media is a hard business. It's a harsh mistress. It's a a wild beast that you need to, to tame. And for you to do that, you truly have to be passionate about the thing that you wish to achieve, the thing, the goal, the aim, the medium that you are talking about. At the end of the day, if you're going to create content this week, next week, next month, this year, next year, and ongoing so you can build a brand, you need to truly love what you're going to be talking about. Now, it's hard work, and it can be fun all at the same time. How many times have you tried to learn, say for example, to play an instrument? When you first start, it's terrible, but you love the idea of being able to be the next Van Halen, or the next... See, this is where I, I clearly show my lack of prowess. But, you know, you want to be the next Brian May. You want to be the next Eric Clapton. And you understand that they've been practicing for years. So you know that the first three, four, five months, six months, you're going, going to be horrific. The very first time you pick up the guitar, you're going to be the very worst guitar player in the world until you practice. So for you to make this hard work easier, it needs to be fun for you. So, in my case, I love social media, I love YouTube, I love learning the analytics, I love finding new niches, I love teaching people, I love seeing incremental changes. I'm one of those people that really loves the whole before and after effect. So, I get to look at a channel, I get to look at their statistics, and after a week, I get to see the change. After the month, I get to see where we were a month ago where we were three months ago, where we were six months ago, us now compared to where we were a year ago. So for me, my nerdy fun is seeing progression. My nerdy fun is seeing movement and increase. But if you truly, truly love knitting, maybe your fun is making that sweater, making that scarf, knitting that giant bedspread, crocheting the wall. I don't mind. I don't care. If you can make your hard work fun, then it's not so hard anymore. Because if your channel, for example, is all about making wooden furniture, and you really, really love making that chair and making that table, it may be hard work to make that table and make that chair, but you're making content along the way, and that's how it should be. Now, although you may be having fun having this hard work and enjoying the end product, you also have to sacrifice to progress. Now, I've mentioned this previously on my YouTube channel. Sacrifice is something that you you need to bake in if you, especially in the first few years for any business to grow. It's those little things that you may not think about. It's that getting up that one hour earlier. It's that going to bed one hour later. Why do you need to do this? Well, when you first start on social media, that first post won't make you the rent. That first post won't help you cover your bills it won't even pay for your electric right so the reason why you have to have to sacrifice is that if you're able to claw that extra hour away from your family from your sleep from your work 
if you're able to work on those weekends, if you're able to work on your day off, if you're able to put hours into your side hustle, into your social media, that might get you that extra sale, that might get you that extra client, that might get you that extra subscriber, that might get you that extra view. And although that doesn't sound much, in the long run, that's all that you are hunting for. Because if you put in the time now, in two years' time, you can look back and realise that that Saturday afternoon where you disappear for 20, 30 minutes to record an, uh, an audio file that becomes your podcast, like I am now, those kind of sacrifices all stack up. Because in two years' time, I'll have a 100-odd podcasts. And how many of those do you think are being recorded when I can steal 20 or 30 minutes? And it's those, that sacrifice that stacks up and builds. It builds that content. It builds your base. And because you love it, you don't feel so guilty because you're loving sneaking away to talk about your favourite hobby. Now, if you love what you're doing, it's also easy to find ideas. If I'm teaching you about <clears throat> plants... I'm okay with plants. I can teach you how to, I don't know, plant them, how to harvest them, how to dig them up, how to maybe water them, right? But that's my limited knowledge. If I'm telling you about every fine detail of my favourite computer game and how to get my favourite weapons on Destiny 1 on why you use a hunter over a titan or why a warlock in certain things, why you use... See what I'm saying? Because I love the game, I'm able to go into minute detail. I'm able to pick apart everything. Why that helmet? Why that armor? Why those boots? Why that perk? And it's the same with you. Let's say you really, really love knitting. Once again, it's down to why do you knit with those needles? Why do you purl there? Why do you use this stitch? Why this stitch over that stitch? That specific type of wool. If you really love the topic you are talking about, it's easy to find ideas, it's easy to drill down, because you're intrigued, you're curious, and maybe that curiosity and passion for the topic is something that carries you into the next video that you want to make, it's the next thing, the next idea, the next question, and of course, when people continue to ask the same question over and over and over and over and over again, you're not going to get annoyed and think, well, I was able to learn it, why weren't you able to learn it? You're more likely to go, oh, hello, you're new. You're you're new to this bubble. I'm, I'd love to teach you why I really love, I don't know, anime, for example. How many people do you know that really, really love anime, but then they're into the fine intricacies? Why this character? Why that character? Why this series over that one? Why that specific type of anime style is better than whatever? If you truly love what you're talking about, it's easy to find more content and more to talk about. One of the biggest problems when starting a new project is the drive behind it. Now, if you're teaching something that you're only learning to teach, if you're only deliberately making a channel to pander to the algorithm and not necessarily something that you love, so you've started playing Fortnite because it's the latest trend, but you your heart's truly not in it. You'd much rather play PUBG or any other game, or you're not even a gamer. So if you truly love what you are doing, you'll want to do more of it. Now, that also means, in my case, when my hobby became my job, it kind of blurs the lines, and I'm not 100% sure when I'm working and when I'm just curious for my own sake. Now, that kind of pans into the sacrifice element as well. 
Now, you're sacrificing an element of your hobby that you love truly to possibly become a business that, in the long run, maybe it taints it a little bit for you. Or, on the flip side, because you really, 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 really love it, gives you another excuse to go and do it, right? If you really, really love talking about Star Wars, right, but some of your friends are fed up with you doing it, it's fine. Because if it's your job, if it's your hobby, if it's your social media presence, if you're that dude that talks about Star Wars for a living... You've now got an excuse to do more of it, right? And you can mask it under the whole, I'm doing it because it's my job now, or I'm doing it because I love it, or I'm doing it because I need to create content whilst you're secretly loving it all at the same time. Now, you can also communicate your passion a bit better. If I'm new to the idea, like, once again, I truly love Destiny. Destiny 2, it's a first-person shooter MMO RPG, right? If any of those letters don't mean anything to you, then fine. It's just a a role-play game that you play and you level up and you get more weapons. I've stopped playing Destiny for the last year or so, but there's been a new release announced for September. And the reason why I really, really, truly love it is that there are fans that are passionate about it that are dragging me back in. They want to share how great this new game, this new update will be. And because they're sharing it with passion, and they're sharing it with love, and they truly love the idea of the game and what it could be, they're able to communicate it better. They're able to hook you in. How more excited are you going to be if someone's trying to explain something to you new? Like, oh, dude, you've got to watch Game of Thrones. Oh, it's brilliant, and this happens, and that happens, and there's dragons, and there's death, and... Compared to, oh yeah, I've heard the reviews are good, and some people talk about it quite well. One's engaging, one's intriguing, one's passionate, and one's just a paper review that, you know, it sounds like, oh, oh, I'll I'll get to it sooner or later. Right? If you've got that passion, if you love, if you truly love what you're doing, then you're able to sell it. You're able to attract other people that are equally passionate about you, your brand, your product, your service, anything. Because you're able to sell it with love, because you truly would go out of your way to do it anyway, even if it was making you money or not, then it's an easy, it's a soft sale. And maybe you can embolden, impassion other people to come along on the ride with you. Now, that is the core element. If you're truly honest and you can bring people with you, if you can attract people with you, my YouTube channel is all about creating YouTube content, but hopefully that's not all tutorials. Hopefully you see that little bit of humour in me when I'm sipping that cup of tea, when I'm dropping those sarcastic lines, when I'm stroking my man nipples, or when I'm staring straight into the camera and squeaking, here we go. Why? Because people love it. People want to learn. People like the personality, right? And because I truly love it, it covers everything above. I work harder for it. I sacrifice my sleep, right? Either getting up early in the morning or late at night. I miss out my weekends. I sneak away for 20, 30 minutes to record podcasts, right? But I find it easy to help. I find it easy to grab ideas. I find it easy to talk about, right? Because I do that and I love it so much, I'll do it more, and I'll do it more, and I'll do it more, over and over again, until I get a little bit better at it, right, and because I'm so passionate about what I do, I'm able to share and communicate it a bit more, and then those people that love it equally, as much as me, connect and grow together, 
that is why you need to love what you do. Because if you truly love it, it will grow with you. And you'll enjoy the ride. You'll want to grow a channel over five years instead of trying to speed it over two years and getting frustrated and burnt out. Love what you do. Create and love it. And you'll never be burnt out. Now, if you truly make content that you truly love, then you'll never need to find yourself asking this question. So many times I see on Facebook groups and forums and in comment sections of my own videos, Alan, what type of video should I make? Alan, what content should I do to make my website and my YouTube channel and my social media presences grow? I've already told you in this podcast that you should make stuff that you love you shouldn't follow trends so in a throwback into one of my youtube videos i answer that question for you what type of videos should you make hopefully you already know that it's the stuff that's in your heart and not anything that's pandering to whim i get asked this over and over and over again what type of video should i make here we go Hello and welcome back to another video. Now if you're new around here and you're looking to start a YouTube channel, grow your YouTube channel, or push your brand out there onto the second largest search engine on the internet, click subscribe, start creating. Now I understand that YouTube can be a very demoralizing or a very weird riddle to, to figure out. And sometimes you just sit there and you're like, well, I'm throwing all these videos out there, but they're just not working. And you ask, what type of video should I make? Now, before I dive into that question and I tell you why that annoys me for you to ask, right, but also how you can answer the question yourself, I want to know what type of videos do you make? Have you picked a niche? Have you picked a direction that you're wishing to go in? Or are you floundering and you need a little bit of help or motivation? Please leave a comment down below. So many times a brand new YouTuber will, will comment to me either in a live stream or on a comment section or in a Facebook group or anything like that. Like, I'm starting a YouTube channel, what type of video should I make? The reason why that really annoys me is that it shouldn't be a specific type as such. It should be what you have inside you to make. People keep asking, what type of video should I make to, to be successful? What type of video should I be making to, to be the next Logan Paul? What type of video should I be making to be the next PewDiePie? You shouldn't be making videos to, to be famous. You shouldn't be making videos to be the next millionaire, right? YouTube shouldn't just be a game that you're playing. It should be something that you want to do. And if I told you, for you to be successful on YouTube, you have to make only gaming videos. What if you're not a gamer? What if you don't like gaming and you're only churning these videos out because I've told you that gaming's the way to go? You'll burn out. You won't have the passion. You won't have the drive. What if I told you that you should be doing daily content and you should be doing vlogs, but you don't like sharing your personal life and your work life is go to work, enter stuff into a computer, go home, sleep and nothing changes, and you're fed up, and everything's boring, and you just don't like it, and there's no reason for you to do it, then you'll burn out, and you'll, you'll disappear. What type of video should you make? The videos that you want to make. 
Do you feel like you're a gamer? Do you like making video co content for games? Then make gaming content. Do you really like your fashion? Do you really like your beauty? And you want to give your, your opinion on the latest Kylie Jenner lip gloss? Or you want to show tutorials on how you can apply it? Then that's your passion. Make beauty videos. Do you want to start generating a diary of your life that you can look back on in two, three, five, ten years time, right? And have it as some kind of road map to your own life where you can go back and relive those wonderful moments where you've got engaged or where you've climbed a mountain or you've gone to the olympics right then make vlogging videos and enjoy doing so you are starting a youtube channel and you don't know what videos you are going to be making and you're asking other people to decide for you then you're not ready to start a YouTube channel. But if you have picked a niche and you're just not too sure how you can grow a vlogging channel, a gaming channel, or an educational channel, I've done a little playlist and it's up here. Make what's inside of you to make. You will never burn out. You'll be able to wax lyrical about it for forever and you'll love it and you'll succeed. So those are the videos that you should be making. For more tricks and tips on how to grow your YouTube channel, it's a free PDF up here in the description down below. Hit that subscribe button for at least two videos each and every week, two live streams when I get round to it. Hit that notification icon so you don't miss those. Go out there, start creating. Thank you for listening to the Start Creating Podcast. If you want more tips, tricks and advice from Alan Spicer, that's me, then go to youtube.com forward slash Alan Spicer and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. See you soon. Go out there, start creating.